Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Larry Kim here, and with us today is Ken Clodonis. Uh He's an esteemed wealth advisor and a leader in the self-mastery movement. Uh, Ken recently developed an online course, Stillness to Success, to help people who are truly ready to make real change in their lives, cut through the noise, find their stillness, and create the success that they want in their life. Uh, Ken compiled this course with practical and impact impactful lessons he extracted from years of his own self-study with a spin that is fresh and relevant to the 2021 world we are all experiencing. Uh, Ken, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Leonard. Thank you so much for for having me on today. Perfect. Uh, Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah. So Again, I'm Ken Clodoris. I am a wealth management and 1031 exchange professional. And over the last few years, worked on my personal development and with that really honed it down to a skill set that people were asking me about in my professional environment. And so I decided to create a course to help more people understand what it is that I was doing, how I was having success in life and hopefully inspire them to create the success that they want in their life as well. Awesome. So basically you teach people how to basically thrive in this hectic world that we're in. Exactly. Well, how do you go about doing that? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question, right? Everybody wants to know, like, the secret sauce. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of different techniques, but for me, what I teach and what I practice is really, again, finding your stillness. And, and that's how the name Stillness to Success came about is, right, you can be successful and do everything you think you need to be doing and be extremely busy and stressed out, overworked, and anxious, or on the flip side, you can go through your day from a very calm place, very centered, rested, right, and then just be present and still create the success that you want in your life. And so what we teach in like the foundation of the course is really finding your stillness. So we teach a meditation practice that helps people like just shut out that noise and get in that practice of having mental clarity so that they can be more successful. Awesome. When did you get into meditation? It's been a five-year journey for me. Uh, and I jumped in and you know learned different techniques, did different retreats, and did everything that I could to, to gain knowledge on the subject. And then really just distilled it down to teaching the primordial sound meditation, which the Chopra center, a lot of people are familiar with Deepak Chopra. So his center trains people to teach their meditations. And from my perspective, it's a really easy meditation to learn. Um, It meets most of the criteria that I want for people to learn. And so that's why I became certified in teaching that and, um, it seems to be working really well for our, for our clients. Awesome. So, I mean, you seem to be a, 
uh, say wealth advisors so your life has probably been uh, pretty busy over the years has it yeah so uh, uh, before you made this change about five years ago what was your life like that is uh, it's interesting story so I would say I was in general stressed out uh, had a lot of anxiety and had gotten to the point in my career where I felt that I had plateaued. You know, I was making decent money. The people around me were at the same level and my life was just on repeat. It's kind of the same thing day in, day out. Uh, and so with that, it, it brought a lot of anxiety and then I developed a little bit of OCD and, you know, all of that stuff just adds up to making life less fun and you know, a little bit more miserable than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I had like an epiphany moment that, you know, I realized I could change that. You know, when I was early on, I really thought that my life was going to be basically what it was then, right? Stressed out, anxious, just worrying about everything, trying to control everything and like having success, but having it in a way that wasn't fun. It was difficult, you know, and, and things like that. So it's a completely, I did a complete 180 over the, over the years. Oh, wow. That's kind of awesome. So, uh, how, so you said you got started with the Chopra Center. Uh, how, what, what led to that decision? So I had, Previous to, I think it was last year, uh, the Chopra Center was located in La Jolla, California, mm-hmm. which is a short drive for me. So, so I was spending a lot of time going down there and doing the retreats and learning from them. And it was very similar to the meditation that I had started when I learned. Um, so because of that, uh, it was just a natural fit for me to teach that I really enjoyed that meditation. I think it's easy for people to get into a space where they have some stillness and some quietness. And for me, I think that's like one of the big benefits of it is because so many people when I'm talking with them will be like, Oh, I'd love to meditate, but I can't stop my stop myself from thinking, or I always have thoughts or I get distracted or I'm too busy. You know, everybody has their, their reason for not wanting to learn. Um, But when you have a technique that is easy. That helps you kind of control your thoughts and allows you to slip into the quiet moments quickly. I think people start to, to see the benefits faster and then they'll stick with it. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, how long did it take for you to actually start to get into the groove for when you started your meditation? Yeah, so everybody's a little different. So everybody's experience is different, but the first time that I met, well, when I learned my meditation, um, it was, a it's an interesting experience in that, that I went to the training center and, you know, they, they teach you your mantra and they get you ready to meditate. And at the time that I was there to learn the gardener at the house next door decided to start like, mowing the lawn and using the leaf blower and trimming the hedges. And so my first meditation itself was extremely noisy. And I thought there's no way that this could be beneficial. 
right? Like literally I was listening to a gardener for 20 minutes. Like this defeats the whole purpose of what I'm doing. And, you know, finished that meditation. And it wasn't until I was driving home just whatever, a few minutes later that literally I felt so relaxed and so at peace that I pulled over my car because I didn't think that my reaction time was fast enough to drive. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a dramatic change, especially after being in a noisy environment. It still worked. Exactly. That's why, you know, I always tell people it's every meditation is a good meditation. Like, I don't know if it gets worse than my first meditation, but, you know, everybody gets distracted. There's noises. Like, the world continues around you. Uh, but your meditation practice still has benefit. Wow. So one of the things that you're really about is like thriving in this hectic world that we're in. Um, how does meditation and stillness lead to thriving? Yeah. So in the in the chaotic environment that we're all experiencing and have experienced, I think, more than ever in the last year, year and a half, um, there's just a lot of outside noise. And it makes it hard for people to hear what it is that they want to achieve and to hear their own thoughts and to, to be at peace with like their emotions and what they want to do. And so creating the practice of finding your stillness allows you to separate yourself from all that chaos and all the noise outside and to slowly start to hear more and more of what it is that you want and what you want to achieve. And with that, you know, you've basically focused your attention on what it is that you want. And with that, you're now focusing your energy on what it is you want, as opposed to everything that the outside world is telling you you should be wanting to achieve. And so with that focus, you're able to thrive, hit your goals, you know, and really enjoy, enjoy life. Wow. How many people have gone through your course? So before the course was officially released, I trained people individually. And now, again, through the, the platforms that we've created at stillnesstosuccess.com, now individuals can take it on their own time, you know, for a much less expensive and less intrusive time restraint uh, online. So that's what we're launching right now. Oh, awesome. Uh, what kind yeah, of results really have trying to so far? Yeah, I mean... So I could speak for myself and for others, but for myself, you know, like the five year study of creating what it is, is that that is the framework to stillness to success. Um, completely changed. Like I said, every aspect of my life in that now I, I literally enjoy every day. I live in peace, quiet, and just live a very fulfilled life. And then on the career side, you know, I do I create more content. I f focused my financial business on specifically 1031 exchange real estate and helping people in that regard. So that business has taken off. Uh, the training business, again, is, is taking off. And I had the time to create this course and, you know, do all that. And... I forgot to mention early on in this whole like development, you know, I always had this desire to write a book. And so when I started meditating, I was like, you know what, I'm going to 
I want to write a book. And so many people, when I first started, were like, oh, no, I've wanted to write a book, or I've always thought about that, or I have a great story, right? And then they would never actually write the book. Yeah. So with that, when I finished my book, it was like this huge accomplishment because I was like, you know, I put in the time, I put in the effort. I knew what I wanted because I'd gone through this process and I continued to refine my process since I wrote the book. Um, but those are the type of like tangible things that I've seen in my life. But again, the most important thing is literally living a life that's fulfilled, that's meaningful, that I enjoy living. Awesome. Do you think you would have been able to write the book if you never meditated? I don't think I would have been able to write the book living the life that I was living before I meditated. Really? How come? No. Because there was too much, too much chaos, too much stress. Uh, anxiety was way too high. Uh, yeah, there was just too much noise and like outside influence to take the time to direct into a book. It's, it's, it's it took me from start to finish almost two years. And that's, so that's a long time to continue to work on something right, with minimal change each day. Right. It's not until you look back after the whole thing, they're like, Oh, wow. I accomplished something amazing. You know, going forward, it was like, write a little bit today, write a little bit, write a little bit, edit, you know? And so like the building process would have been easy to become distracted. Yeah. What's your book called? Uh, the book is called Get There. Chart your course to financial abundance and live the life you desire. Uh, is that more about financial freedom? It, it touches on it. And, you know, I just uh, did a commentary on the book where I kind of talk about how I would change it now, which is interesting, but it, it is definitely geared more towards the financial aspect and defining your financial goals, defining what, you know, your future needs to look like or you want it to look like and how to plan for that and how to use accountability partners and other professionals to help you get to where you want to go as seamlessly as possible. Awesome. Well, it's about time for a commercial break. Uh, where can people find you online, Ken? Yeah, they can find me at kenclodoris.com, K-E-N-K-L-A-D as in David, O-U-R-I-S.com. And they can also go to stillness2success.com. Perfect. And you can always find me at Mr. Murder Kim online. We'll be back after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Kim Kim Clodoris. And we've been talking a lot about meditation and uh, how Ken has started up a course and how it's led him to uh, free up stillness and find peace so he could go out there and write a book and make changes in his uh, wealth management career. Uh, Ken, would you like to take a moment to start to share a bit of your backstory? Uh, what was it like growing up, and where did you grow up? Um, uh, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, thanks, Leonard. So I grew up in Southern California, and you know, life was life was was, was decent, I'd say, um, but I definitely had a chaotic childhood in that. You know, it was never that comfortable and things were always difficult. And so I think that instilled in my psyche, like all of these limiting beliefs and ideas about money and success and happiness, just growing up in, in that environment made it very challenging to think that I could have the levels of success that I've had. And I know that a lot of people grew up in similar environments, right? Where they think they're kind of stuck. And again, I think that's why I mentioned earlier, you know, even in my career, once I got to a specific level, I felt like I was stuck. Like I couldn't even see anything getting bigger than that just because of the upbringing and all the things I'd heard growing up about what that looks like. And so, again, that's why I think the stillness part is so important because you need to understand that those, what you held as a truth because of your environment when you were a child aren't necessarily true for you and you don't have to live by them and you can free yourself from that and continue to grow and evolve past where anybody thought you could and probably farther than you think you can as well. So where did these limiting beliefs come from? Was it mostly your parents? Correct. 
Right. So financially, like growing up, we were always on like a roller coaster and we had good years and then we had really bad years. And, and so because of that, you know, you just, you live in a environment where you're always concerned and the commentary, right? Like to that effect of there's not enough and, you know, you can do that. You can't have that. And it's just a lot of negativity, which, again, you don't even realize you're holding on to it, or I didn't realize I was holding on to it until I started doing the work on myself and really shedding those layers of doubt and disbelief. And then that's when it was like, oh, I'm still holding on to this. I still unconsciously am doing this, right, or that, and that's holding me from the success I want, or that's making me self-sabotage and right. That's why these things have been failing. Uh, so yeah. So it was parents, outside influences, uh, just in general, the environment too, wasn't one of just abundance and right. You can achieve anything. It was much more on the, you know, hold on to what you have and be happy with that. Were your parents business owners? Yes. So, uh, because they were business owners, the income fluctuated year to year. Correct. Like most, right. Like most businesses, like you have, until you get to a certain point, right? Like each year could be, you know, strong cash flow. Business could be slow. Right. For those right now, like coronavirus could have closed the business down and now you're struggling. Like there's so many influences that are outside of your control that affect a business owner and employees. And I mean, pretty much everybody, right? Like we've learned in the last 18 months, like anything can happen. And so it is very important to be comfortable with the uncertainty of the world we live in. And so again, creating that stillness inside of you and having the clarity mentally to look at situations, find the opportunity in it and, be able to seize at the second and, you know, move forward when that opportunity arises is what creates massive success for people. Oh. Do you think your parents would have benefited their business a lot if they learned a lot of those meditation tactics that you learned? Yes. Short answer is yes. I think that anybody that can figure out how to be authentic to themselves and show up to, you know, the meetings or family or whatever it is that they have to go to as themselves and not have to worry about like what people think and be stressed and all of those things creates an environment for people to excel. And then in the course, you know, once we've created that stillness, we walk everybody through creating like personal core values, personal vision statement and, you know, short-term goals, long-term goals, how to write them. And then we take all of that and roll it into a daily action plan where you're reminded of your vision, your values, your goals, and then what you're trying to achieve today to move you forward. Additionally, you know, once you hit to wherever you want to go, like what you feel like, at that moment, 
so you have the energy today to move forward? Uh, a lot of people would think of meditation as just going out there and clearing your mind. What kind of role does goal setting come into play when it comes to meditation? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like right, what we were just discussing. It's I created in the book a strategy for writing goals that I called MAPS. And it's a little different in that the P of the MAPS strategy is personal. And in talking to people, as a, you know, as a wealth advisor or on their real estate and now in general in, in you know, the self-mastery movement, most people, if you ask them what they truly want, don't know. They can't give you a clear definition of what it is that they want and why. And I believe that they can't do that because there's so much influence and so much noise going on in the outside environment and then just literally their mind starts screaming and they never have a moment just to be present without all the noise. So because of that, they don't have concrete vision for their life, right? They just make it through the day. And again, that's how I live too. So I get it. Um, and that's why meditation and creating the stillness allows you to shut out the outside noise really define for yourself what success looks like. And then once you know what success looks like, okay, now you can create goals around that. And then again, because you have the stillness, you're like, okay, I get it. This is what I'm trying to achieve. And then when an opportunity arises for you to move closer to your goal, again, you'll seize the second and move towards it. And that's how it all interplays. Awesome. So, you, you mentioned something about a lot of people who have trouble going out there and finding goals. Does that clarity really help people just see exactly what it is that they want in life? Exactly. Right. So, the, the stillness and being able to shut out all of the noise and reflect on what's meaningful to you and what has made you feel fulfilled in life. And then taking that and creating, right, a vision for who you are and what you want to be and what you want to be known for is a super powerful statement for somebody to have. And then with that, right, you now have clarity mentally of where you are now, where you want to go, and then we just help you create momentum and move forward to reach your goals as seamlessly as possible. Are a lot of people who end up, who you end up working with business owners or people who work at jobs? Both. So this is for anybody that literally breathes. So if you're making decisions and you need to show up to work, to school, to your career, or you own a business, or you're right in between jobs and you're trying to figure out what's the next move, right? you need to have clarity around your goal. So, you know, wherever you, wherever you are today, if you're trying to be somewhere different in the future, you need to know where you're trying to go. And so, again, that's why so many people that I've worked with come from such a vast, you know, group of people. It's because everybody 
should have goals. And once I realized that people couldn't articulate them in their finance and then actually in the rest of their life as well, I was like, okay, I got to find a way to help. This isn't that hard. Like you just have to, again, create that stillness and then define what success looks like to you. And again, that's why it was such an easy, you know, process to name because really we, we are just taking stillness to success. Right. And to some people it doesn't sound, it could sound like an oxymoron or something that's like, I can't be still and have success. And that's not what we're saying. We're, we're creating stillness mentally and using that to create success in the rest of our life. And again, yeah. that's success to you, whatever that looks like. So, when we're thinking about, like, people who have jobs, uh, they usually go to one place and they spend a lot of time working in that one place. And uh, for people who have jobs, what kind of goals do they usually end up creating because they usually end up still working at the same place? So, the way you worded that, I think, is interesting in that you said they usually end up working in the same place. And I I think that's true, right? I think they end up working there because they don't know they want to be somewhere else or they haven't taken the time to define what would be a more fulfilling position for them. Or even if they love their career and where they're at, they're like, okay, what is the evolution of my career? Right? Like, even goals like that within your job or, you know, within whatever organization you work with, unless you're trying to stay exactly where you are, which means you're probably going to get fired eventually because your job's going to change, right? If you're trying to grow with the company and evolve and be promoted and make more money and have more success, you, you need to know what that looks like, what the requirements are for the job and you know, what they're looking for. And if you're going to go work for a competitor because they have similar, you know, work, is it better as that competitor or not? Is that in alignment with your values or are you going to be uncomfortable and hate the fact that you work there after you take the job? All of those things start with you and how yeah. you show up and how you define your goals. So with everything starting with you, uh, um, what if someone went through that meditation journey, they cleared their mind, but they still weren't able to find out what they truly wanted? What do these people do? So it's not like a one-time process, right? You don't meditate once for 20 minutes and go, oh, man, I got all the answers. You know, I could go to the gym once and, you know, be physically fit and look awesome all the time. That would be great. I've been trying for 20 years. And I can tell you, I go to the gym once and nothing changes. So meditation is kind of the same way, right? You have to meditate more than once. You have so many layers and so much built up baggage that you're carrying. As you slowly release it, you'll gain more and more clarity, but it's a process. And, you know, a vision statement isn't something that you write once and it never changes, right? It evolves, it grows my vision statement today is different than it was three years ago. And right. It's like a very personal journey. And as you can see farther into your success and your availability and your impact and the things you can connect to increases, your vision will increase too. 
So this is all just a practice. It's just working with yourself and through, through time and making adjustments and course correcting like the things that you need to do to, to keep moving forward. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, it's about time for our next commercial break. Uh, where can people find you online again, Ken? Yeah, they can find me at kenclidoris.com, kenclidoris.com, and at stillness2success.com. And you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kimmel. We'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The soul of enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with the Replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Everyone, welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard Kim here with Ken Cladoris, and we've been talking a lot about meditation and a little bit more about Ken's backstory. Um, Ken, over the years, you built a lot of influence in the world, and it's kind of uh, began to really show. Can you kind of talk about the fundamental uh, backings of your influence, how that started to gain up traction, and what it's like now? Yeah, thank you, Leonard. So I was a big believer in influence and creating a personal brand, even when I was only a financial advisor. So once I started in that career, I really spend time working with consultants such as yourself and different agencies to really create 
what is the Ken Kodoris brand and right, creating that story. And so even again, when I was a financial advisor working at the firm, right, the firm had its brand, but I knew at the end of the day, people worked with me. And so I needed to have a brand for myself. And I think that it's so important for people to have their brand. I just like it is to have their own goals, whether they own the business or the employee. I think it's the same for a brand, like a business needs to have a brand. And if you're a business yourself or you're an employee, you should have a brand as well. That way people understand what it's like to work with you and they can almost feel like they have a relationship with you and what you stand for before they actually necessarily know for sure. Uh, so early on, again, it was personal brand instead of a business. And then when I went independent, it became more about me, my business partner, and our brand stayed on point to who I was, uh, but now it included right, the wealth management and the 1031 exchange business um, in real estate. So all of that was inclusive. And now right, the brand, again, still true to me, to my core values, and everything that I teach in my course, stillness to success, right, the brand is still true to that, but now we include the course and, and the meditation practices, the book, and all of that is part of the brand, which has, again, grown the influence that I'm able to have because I can talk to more people. And yeah. right, if somebody wants to talk about meditation or success or right now we're talking about branding, like all of those things I can talk about because I've been there, I've done it, I've experienced it. And I know what my brand is and what we stand for, which I think, again, it goes back to that clarity we were talking about of like, where are you trying to go? And so whether it's a brand or your stillness, right, it's all leading to the same place of your future and what you're trying to, to attain. Cool. Uh, so what is a 1031 exchange? Oh, sorry. Sometimes I, I get a little like technical. Uh, so we have a real estate firm that works on our wealth management side too that allows people to sell real estate and buy different base, piece of real estate. And the transaction is called a 1031 exchange for people that want to defer all their tax. Oh, cool. So when it comes to like building out your personal brand, did you have any struggles that how it kind of happened along the way? Yeah, I think, again, I'll bring you back to, to stillness and kind of everything else in life, right? Like you get into a position when you're going through the process of figuring out what it is for you, where you get uncomfortable or something doesn't feel in alignment or right, you get stuck. And I think that's why it's so important to have a good team to help you like navigate the waters and define and kind of push you a little bit farther than you'd want to be pushed. So in branding, right, I remember I used to get really nervous about releasing content because I was like, Ooh, what is that going to look like? And right, having somebody on my side, I was like, it's going to be okay. Like we can do this. If it's, and putting it out really helped me to the, you know, whereas now it's like, okay, just release it. Um, right. Like, but at first it was uncomfortable. And I think the branding experience for people is uncomfortable at first because people aren't necessarily, for the most part, aren't necessarily comfortable putting themselves out there like that. And that's why yeah. having, again, that accountability and that support to help you and make sure that it, it reads correct, right? Because you want more, more sets of eyes on 
anything you put out so that you know like how other people would read it or or see it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I took away because at first, right, I was like, oh, I'll just do it myself. And I was like, okay, no. Right? And now I have like people helping with marketing, helping people helping with PR. And so I realized like you don't get anywhere you want to go without a team and people. And that was a big shift for me from like originally where I was like, I tried to control everything myself and this is the way it had to be. And like, I had to do it. Whereas today, obviously more success, more fulfillment in life, but there's also more people involved in what I do. Yeah, you definitely do need a team, especially to go out and really build a successful personal brand. And that's one of the biggest challenges I've seen with a lot of people who go out there and try to build one, try to take up all that burden and put it upon themselves. And it doesn't usually work too well. Uh, what kind of uh, things that you like to do for fun have you incorporated and tied into your personal brand? Yeah, so it's a great question. You must do branding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I love the ocean and water and like being on boats. So, you know, if you go to my, my website right now, right, kenclodors.com, first image you'll see is me on a boat. Uh, and you'll see me sailing, you'll see me on the powerboat. And like, I incorporated the ocean and the lessons that I learned in sailing into my book and into the course, right? To, to give people like a real world example how I was using this in a completely different aspect of my life and it was the same principles. Um, and then to continue on like the brand, uh, I give a lot of money to charities and I've been doing this now. I've been blessed to be able to give back for, for a few years now. Um, right. But it's a lot of them are going to be ocean or, you know, natural conservative groups in that, right? Oceana is like protecting the ocean and surf rider and did you different organizations that are protecting and fighting for the cause that is important to me. Right. Nice. I also know the value of, again, like being able to, as a child, see outside of your, your current situation and like dream bigger and like hope for more. And so I've been lucky enough again for my clients to be able to grant wishes for make a wish. And that has been one of the most fulfilling things that I've been able to do is to right, give a child hope that whatever they're going through at that moment, right. Is going to be okay. And like to be able to change their life, to change their family. And that is so fulfilling to me. And like, again, that's all on, it's just who I am as a person, but we use it as part of the, the brand because that's what I'm going to do anyway. Oh, wow. So, so was uh, giving something you've always wanted to do as a child or was it something that kind of evolved through adulthood? So, I mean, to say that I meditated and it made me want to give back would be not that far stretched, um, but there was a lot of steps in the middle. But it definitely comes from finding my own stillness and finding out that I could change and things were possible um, and wanting to be able to do something similar for other people. Because I feel like if you were lucky enough to be blessed and have success and make a difference, personally, I want to be able to do that for other people as well. And so 
I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why I did the course. I had so many people asking me questions on like what I was doing. I was like, okay, I got to figure out a way to like get this content from my head to as many people as possible so that they can go out and change their communities and change their families and change their lives. Just like I've been able to change my life and right. Give back to the community and change the lives of, you know, families that I don't even know and I'll never know them. Right. But I know that I was able to make an impact in their life because I was able to grant a wish or, you know, give money to charity event. And that again is more fulfilling than anything else I can do. And so, but all of that stems from my stillness and just being able to identify what it is that I want. Uh, how did you pick out what organizations you wanted to work with? Um, I mean, each one is around something that I value as a person. Mm-hmm. So again, Make-A-Wish, I think it's a great organization. Everybody probably familiar with the name. It's kind of like a Coke brand, if you will, of like everybody knows Make-A-Wish. Um, but right, those kids are just going through hell and they're fighting for their lives, feel stuck. And right, while I wasn't fighting for my life, like I know what it feels like to be stuck and not to see past the moment that I was in. And so to have the ability to right, send a, you know, a person to on a trip or redo their backyard or give them whatever it is that is going to make them feel better. And, you know, there's research. And again, you'd have to go to make a wish to figure out the exact thing. But the, the wish granting process has a profound impact on the, the child and their entire family. And a lot of them, because of their wish, see dramatic increase in their health and like become better. And so to be able to have that impact to me is incredible. Yeah. So that's that one. Awesome. Um, So for your love of the ocean, did that come as a child? So yeah, growing up in Southern California, always go to the ocean, um, go to the beach, but I've also, it's water in general. Like I love being on boats. Boats to me are a very freeing experience. And so, I feel obligated to help protect the ocean and the waterways that give me so much. Like they don't have a voice. So if I can, again, support organizations that give a voice to the things that I enjoy, like it's my obligation to do that. So that's how like these organizations were picked, right? They're supporting initiatives that protect the ocean and waterways and all that goes into that. And so it was just a natural fit for me to, to align myself with those organizations. Awesome. And uh, is that what got you into really boat riding and getting your own boat as well? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I could do to get on the water, like I'm going to do it. So it's one of like my great escapes. And so, yeah, always had a boat. You know, there's that saying that people always are like, oh, there's two best days of a, a boater's life, the day he buys it and the day he sells it. And I just think that the, per- the people that say that literally aren't boaters. Like, I could not imagine not having a boat. Yeah. So. Do you go out to Catalina or go fishing often? So I don't fish. 
um, but we go to Catalina quite a bit. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, were there any final words that you want to leave with our audience? Yeah, I would just, in closing, say that right, like I truly believe no matter your circumstance and no matter what's going on in your life, if you find your stillness, you can change your life for the better. And I know like so many things feel overwhelming, but again, through stillness, like so much success is possible more than you could imagine. So if I can help you in any way, let me know. And I'd be happy to like cheer you on and hope for the success and, you know, the ability to do what you want to do and give back to the charities and the organizations that mean, that mean a lot to you. Like it all starts with you that so you have to take the time to figure out what that means to you and move forward. Awesome. So anyone who's looking for help, look for Stillness to Success by Ken Cladoris. Uh, you can find him on his website at kencladoris.com. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. You can always find me at Mr. Larry Kim. And thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.